This episode of Six Pennies Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Avignon Realty. If you are a real estate agent and you're looking for um, a, a company to help you and provide infrastructure and support to be a successful agency, check out Avignon Realty. Uh, if you're located in Houston, Dallas, or anywhere else in Texas, actually, Avignon Realty gives you a 100% commission plan. Uh, pretty good deal. They also just created a new web portal to generate leads for both new and experienced agents. Uh, awesome. So there's lead generation daily. They pass on leads to potential agents, really um, giving you what you need to be successful in the real estate industry. Uh, and by joining, you'll get some one-on-one -on -one performance coaching as well. You get tool tools at your disposal to work remotely, um, including cloud-based documentation and CRM tools. You'll have mentoring by a team of the firm's experienced brokers. So if you want to check out Avignon Realty, you can contact Van Din. His phone number is 469-951-3585. That's Van. Uh, we call him Coach over here from Six Pennies Podcast. Um, and if you let him know that we sent you, he's going to waive your first month's brokerage fee. That's about 300 bucks. Pretty nice deal. Once again, that's Avignon Realty. Uh, the phone number is 469-951-3585. You can also find out all their information from our Facebook page. Um, that's Avignon Realty. All right. Albie, you out there? I'm here. What's up, man? Ooh, it's been a while, dude. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, yeah. It's been a long time since it's been just me and you on a podcast. This is uh, this is exciting stuff. These are like... A these are the best podcasts, right? The best episodes. Wow, wow. I mean, yes. <laughs> Wait, what, yes. what was the last what was the last thing we talked about when it was just us two? Oh, I, I can't I, I can't tell you. Um I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. I mean, we've been like so busy. I, I know we did the Breaking Bad pod, but that was all three of us. Um I I can't even imagine another one. Maybe we've done something on like a pocket change about the nba or something yeah i was thinking the same it was probably nba something but... nba but it's been a yeah. long time we did a weekend news update i'm looking at our oh RFP. yeah you're right that was fun that was a one-time <laughs> one-time show um you need to bring we'll that bring back that yeah, yeah we can do that someday when we're looking for something to talk about but today we, we're back because we have something exciting to talk about it's another episode of the vault uh, this is where we go and check out our favorite shows, looking back, and um, we call this our vault because these are our most prized um, episodes of our favorite TV shows. And today, it's all about Friday Night Lights. Uh, Mock somehow still has not watched um, the show, and so it's one that you and I have both uh, loved from the start. And so yeah, we love here. we love this show. Um, I know you you've rewatched it obviously, but actually so, so many times. So have I. I've rewatched really? it um, from beginning to end. I think two times, maybe two and wow. a half. Yeah, not bad. That's awesome. Okay. It's, I think it's the only show that I've done that, and it wasn't like intentional. It's just uh, when I when I watched it the second time around, I just did it right, and then. Before I knew it, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish it. It's just so good. It's so captivating. The drama yeah. is amazing. Yep. And Tim Riggins, man. He gets me every time. Tim Riggins is is outstanding. Um, we'll, we'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, we, uh, I don't think you've been on many or any episodes of The Vault. I think it's been me and Mock covering most of them. Um, we did Breaking Bad, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, this is uh, the first one where it's just you and me, but what we do is we kind of go through a set of questions that I have that 
that are kind of similar for each each uh, episode of the vault and then whatever else you want to talk about if you have more questions but the first one is um well so first let's let's talk about friday night lights five seasons um i chose an episode for this uh for this podcast called new york new york it's smack dab in the middle of friday night lights season three episode eight um in this episode brief synopsis it's really about jason street um chasing his dreams going to new york and trying to get a job so that he can be close to his um his uh, child and um the the kid's mom and then there's <laughs> there's stuff about <laughs> i don't know what to call it there's stuff about uh, baby coach, mama coach T- oh yeah of course Coach Taylor and Mrs. Coach, uh, Eric and Tammy, trying to get a new house. There's stuff about um, uh, Tyra trying to thinking about running off with a, a cowboy. Man, there's all sorts of things happening. There's Saracen trying to become a wide receiver. <laughs> one of the one of the most amazing things about the show really is how many different directions it turns. Because there were a lot of episodes. There were a lot of times when they had to, you know, kind of I think come up with some fillers for these long episodes. Um, so let's start with what do you remember when you're watching? I don't know about this episode or the entire series as you're moving along. What do you remember from Friday Night Lights? Just real quick, though, the more I think about it, the quarterback to wide receiver conversion actually happens more than more than I thought. It happens, it's yeah. Not, it's, it's not only Matt Saracen, but you have, like, Braxton Miller from o- Ohio State. You have Jalen Hurd from Texas. Like, there's yeah. a lot of examples. Interesting. Terrell Pryor? Wow. Oh, good call, yeah. Okay, so what I remember from Friday Night Lights, and it has been at least maybe at least five years since the last time I've seen an episode. Wow, and, Friday Night Lights ended in 2011. I yeah. feel like it, man, it's been eight years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been more than five years because I remember starting the rewatch when Na and I first met, and that's we try to get back into it, and she lasted like maybe two episodes, two not two seasons. Ooh. No, she she lasted oh, two like two seasons, seasons okay. and she um she actually really enjoyed it. It's just momentum stopped. I think life happened, and then we just never got into it or got back into it. But then I resumed on my own. <laughs> I mean, one one of the problems probably is that you went to season two, which is uh, probably the worst season, and and not even very close. So that that probably knocked her back a little bit. So when it comes to shows and dynamic of shows, knowledge of shows, I would say Friday Night Lights is on the the lower end for me because I don't I don't really know the backstory. It was you that got me into the show and I was hooked like instantly. Um, but I do remember like the writer strike. I remember yeah, uh, the two. show the show like not lasting on NBC and they had to go to like some some like cable channel for a while. Yeah. Yep. But what was what was funny throughout the whole ordeal was even though it wasn't on network television, it was getting amazing critical ratings. And and I just remember like, why is this not on just regular TV? It's like quality television, you know? So I do remember that aspect. I remember um you know, no spoilers at this point because it's been eight years, but I remember when Jason Street first got hurt in the first season, I was like so confident that he was going to like walk again and play again. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was definitely something that I wanted to happen at the beginning. Um, so I, when I watched this show, I think it was in the first season. Um, and I watched the first episode. I was immediately hooked. Like one episode, I was like, Oh my God, I love it. I, you, you combine like the best things from TV from high school drama to f- sports, football, 
Texas, like it was incredible. It was like right when I moved to California too. So it was, it was incredible. Um, I have rewatched this show. I, I can't, I can't tell you how many times maybe. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually in the middle of a rewatch right now. I'm in the middle of season four. That's kind of why I picked this episode. Cause I had just Jeez. got through it a couple weeks ago. It's taken me a while, man, but um, I've probably watched it eight times. I would think eight times. Wow. Yeah. I, I would think so. Cause it's at least like, like four times, um, yeah, at least like four or five times uh, initially, like those first few years after it came off the air, I'd already seen it that many times in Math- total. Mathematically, can we analyze that real quick? So five seasons, how many total episodes, how many minutes, and you've done that X eight eight times? Yeah, you have a calculator? I mean, it's 76 episodes, 40 minutes each, so that's <laughs> what, like 3,000 minutes? Yeah, 30,000 30, minutes? I don't know, It's too. it's too much. Wow, that's impressive, man. I am very impressed at your loyalty to yeah, shows. I don't, I don't, you're like I don't you're like the Tim you're like the Tim Riggins to friendship, uh, and it's like you and shows the loyal. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll, I'll let you know. Like this time around, it's been probably three three or four years since I've seen it. Maybe three years since I've seen it. Okay, maybe not eight total. Maybe like six times total. Um, <laughs> yeah, but eight, this time around, crazy. It is, yeah, it it is. Uh, it's not as good now. Um, I, I will tell you that our second question is typically, how has this aged? It's kind of your memories, too. Um, yeah. In my mind, it is the greatest show, like right up there with Breaking Bad. Um, looking back, it's kind of heresy to say that. I mean, it's an awesome show. I love it. There's so much emotional appeal. Um, but for the drama. Type of show. Yeah, for yeah, the, I mean, show, the, the high school kind of like, um, you know, like Dawson's Creek-ish drama. Oh, it is. That's, okay. No, it is top tier is what I'm saying. Yes. That genre. Yeah. Like what other emotional TV shows can you think of that are this emotional? So even throwing out like kind of the high schoolish or, or young adult. Um, this is this is us. Segment. This is us. Maybe the first two seasons. Is it in season three already? I think it's season four now. Oh, geez. I mean, this is it's at least, me, least three. This is us to me is still good. Um but Friday Night uh, Lights, you, yet, there, I think Friday Night Lights, you're right. There is some, I mean, I, I would say there's a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of sentimental value. But it's just like, you're right. All the, like, quirks about it. Like, the way it references Texas. Like, even the dad of Mc, Joe McCoy, whatever his name is. J.D. J.D. McCoy. I mean, his dad's name is Wade Aikman. Wade yeah. Wilson is a Dallas Cowboys uh, yep. quarterback Troy Aikman is a Dallas Cowboys quarterback so they like mesh those two together there's Mac Brown on like every episode there's like well, I mean just... even, even JD McCoy was created when when Colt McCoy was a thing <laughs> yeah true 2008 exactly. 2009 yeah yeah yep uh yeah it's 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 a perfect show I mean it, it's not like the best but it's it's perfect in its own way uh the other show I would say that that is up there in terms of emotional um is Parenthood did you ever watch Parenthood I, I have not seen it, but I've heard it's pretty emotional, yeah. It, it's the same, one of the same producers or writers, uh, Jason uh, Jason Katims, Katims, who who does, does both of these shows. And so it, it is one of the, like, Parenthood was one where I watched the first, I was also locked in and, like, so into it from the first episode. But for different reasons. There's no sports involved. There's no um, Texas involved. It's just, like, the emotional aspect. Every single episode, they're trying to find, like, different ways to make you cry. 
and <laughs> and it works pretty much every episode it's like what made you cry this this week on parenthood is basically what i would be thinking um yeah so that was definitely a good one the funny thing about that show too is they brought a ton of characters from friday night, friday night lights or actors uh i mean to be on that show for small parts so like michael b jordan was on the show for like a few episodes luke cafferty's on the show a little bit um, wait on think, parenthood yeah yeah dang i gotta watch it you should i think um i think jess from the later seasons i think she's on the show too it's basically like all of the smaller parts for uh for Friday Night Lights, like they all got it. Well, not not even the smaller ones. MBJ is on on Parenthood too. They just brought them in for like a few episodes each. Um, yeah, it, it is it is an awesome show. What about sports TV shows? Do you know of any other sports TV shows that are in this um, anywhere near Friday Night Lights? Not off the top of my head, no. I can't think of anything that's even even close. I mean, when we're thinking of sports, uh, high school, emotional, it, it checks all those boxes, and that's what really makes it so great. Um, all right. You have any questions you wanted to throw at me or you want me to keep going? No. So the, you chose an episode, right? Smack, like you said, smack dab in the middle of the, the series, season three in the middle. And then you brought up Michael B. Jordan. And I guess my, my memory is not, it's not clear, but Michael B. Jordan <laughs> didn't, I guess, didn't come into this, this show until episode, uh, season four. Correct. Yep. Gee, so East Dillon, like the red team, was not until the fourth season. Yeah, so let me tell you about Friday Night Lights. <laughs> um, season one, incredible season, very long season. They win the state championship. You kind of figure, like, what can they do in season two? That's when the writer strike happens, so we have all sorts of weird subplots. The biggest one probably being um, Tyra and Landry and the, the guy that, that they, you know, tries to, that assaults her, and then Landry um, kills. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of ridiculous, and they just stopped talking about it um, because it's writer's strike and the season just ended. Season yeah. three, we pick up with J.D. McCoy, so we, we get, like, a wrench thrown in the system, like, something new is happening. They don't win the state championship, even though they go all the way. And then we get to season uh, – and at the end of season three is when um, there's, like, basically J.D. McCoy's coach, Aikman, becomes they, – they try to get him to become the coach of Dylan. And so they're also redistricting. East Dillon opens up, and they, they want um, Coach Taylor to go to East Dillon. Season four, then, as soon as we start season four, you're like, what are they going to do? Because most of the people have graduated by now. Only yeah. guys that are left are Landry and Julie, who are in school. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, Landry was in school characters. for like seven years, right? Yeah, that's what I – yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> and, and when we start season four – this is like one of the most amazing – I've never seen a show do like a pivot like this where all the characters are suddenly different, but the whole show is still the same, and it's still – I don't know. Like something about those first couple episodes of season four, I was like, wow, like they did a great job of just moving into a whole new group of characters that you still care about. Um, was take season, a little bit of time. Was season four when – so obviously Michael B. Jordan is introduced, and he just kills it. Like he's amazing. But was that also when we got like the – was it like Hurricane Katrina, and so we had the Louisiana quarterback? No, that's earlier. That's, oh, that's, that's season earlier. one. Season oh, okay. one is Voodoo Tatum. <laughs> Voodoo, yeah, that's right. Voodoo and Smash, you're right. Voodoo and Smash. I mean, so so I, I really like season three. Um, I think, like, four and five, they did a great job of, like, keeping the storyline going. That's when, like you're saying, they're trying to save the show. They had a clear end in mind, I think, or for how many episodes they had. So a lot of those episodes are great, or those seasons are, are really good in themselves. I love the beginning of season three because of 
some of the things that um, some of the characters were able to see, like an end to their characters. So in this episode, we're talking about Street kind of gets to a point where he's able to kind of close the chapter for him because he's already graduated for over a year. He's been in a wheelchair for a long time, gone through so many ups and downs. And now he can finally get to New York and be with his his baby and baby mama. A little bit before this, Smash finally gets a tryout with, uh, I think, A&M or somebody, and he and he kills it, and finally he's done with his story, too. So those first few episodes of season three are awesome, too. Yeah, okay. Um, before we keep moving on, let's talk about one of our sponsors. Uh, let's talk about Loan Factory. Billy at Loan Factory is our buddy there, Billy Nguyen. Um, he's been in the uh, kind of the um, real estate um, industry and, and financing and all that for about 14 years. And then he decided to go off on his own and start up a branch of Loan Factory in Dallas, Texas. Um, Loan Factory is, is a national company, but they have branches all over. Um, and they're made up of a team of brokers. They use a, a number of different lenders and they submit um, to all the lenders to figure out which one's going to give the lowest rates for you as you're trying to um, get financing for your house or, uh, or refinance. I know Albi has done that very recently too. The good thing is that because there's so many lenders in their system, then uh, they can always get you the lowest rate. And they have programs that can do non-traditional loans as well. They got no-cost co- no refinances if you're eligible. Um, really great deals from Billy, and, and he and his team are always working very hard. You can, co- you can contact Billy um, on his cell phone. His number is 469-585-4498. You can also check out the website, LoanFactory.com. They're also on Facebook, Loan Factory HQ. Once again, that's Billy Nguyen. His phone number is 469-585-4498. You got any additional plugs for Billy at Loan Factory? Uh, no, I just know that I haven't seen him in a long time. I know he's working wow. hard. I know that he's expanding. I think he started out, like like you said, Arlington, Tarrant County, but now he's in uh, Dallas, Collin County, too. So he's on this side wow. of town, and he's just... There's a lot of business, and I mean, he, he's just the best in terms of the best rates, and so um, a lot of people are, are going to him. Um, we do also want to shout out Tasty Tales real quick. Um, Tasty Tales, as you know, is a Cajun restaurant located in Richardson, Texas. Um, they have amazing food specials, fresh crawfish year-round, amazing drink specials. They do show all the NFL games, all the basketball games. They have NFL Sunday tickets, so they they literally have every single team every single Sunday, um, they're, and they're open late. But the reason why I wanted to bring up Tasty Tales specifically this time is, um, so Dallas was just hit with a tornado a, a few days ago. Nobody got hurt, thank goodness, but uh, because of the hurricane and because of the damage that they, they endured, they are actually running a, a drive right now, a charity drive um, where you can donate food, money, clothing, whatever it is, um, and they're going to actually um, gonna go out to the neighborhoods that actually got hit really hard. Um, there is a section in Dallas where roofs are, are blown off, fences, houses are caved in, trees are turned over, and so uh, Tasty Tales is uh, asking everyone to come out, um, enjoy their good, good food and good drinks, and at the same time help out the community. Awesome, man. That's some good stuff. And it, if you go to Tasty Tales, are, are they open right now? They are open. Okay, so they're still open. So you can still walk right in, tell them six pennies sent you, and you get a 15% off your bill, right? Yes, you do. Yeah, take that money nice. that you save and kind of volunteer and give it to the community. Nice. That would be great. Good call. 
All right. Um, let's get to a couple topics I have for Friday Night Lights. And we're going, we, we've been gushing. Good. We've been gushing for a little bit. Let's get to some of the weaker points, um, things that, that you don't like about Friday Night Lights. Do you remember any off the top of your head or can you think of anything that you didn't like about the show? Um, I, I do remember you and I going back and forth in terms of whether we liked Julie or not. Do yeah. you remember that? Like, I, is she absolutely. a good character or is she a bad character? Um, but I think I was more of a proponent. Is that factual or am I remembering it wrong? I, I don't recall if you were for or against. I, I was a fan for um, the first couple of years and it quickly turned with rewatches and has gotten worse. Um, <laughs> she is she is the worst is. character on Friday Night Lights. I, I would really say no she, she is the most annoying, yes, her character. And, I mean, as an actress, she did it perfectly. Do you think that's how she is in real life? Um, I met her in real life. I don't know if you remember that. I met Julie and Landry at the Austin airport um, in sometime in, like, 2009 or something. They seemed exactly like their characters. Um, I think did they you, were traveling. Did you meet them or did you stalk them? No, I met them, man. I took pictures with them because I was flying back from L.A. and they were flying to L.A. too. It was incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. Another, <laughs> another debate I remember having was season one, Ly- Lila Garrity. Yes. And I remember you were super pro. And Huge I was, fan of Lila, yeah. And I was anti. I was more of the she's super annoying, white. Like, she's obviously really good looking, but at the same time, like, yes. it's just unnecessary drama. But you're like, that's why she's amazing. Um, definitely blinded by her beauty. Uh, very, very pretty uh, lady, and she also is a terrible character. You're, you're right. Um, looking back now, my eyes have been opened. Julie, Lila, <laughs> they're they're not good. Is Lila she still is, is she still with Derek? Normal. Is she still with Derek, Derek Jeter in real life? I think so. I'm not sure. Wow. Impressive. Not sure. Um, yeah, she's not a very good character. Awful actress. Um, pretty annoying we they did the weird thing in season two where she becomes a super christian i don't know if you remember that oh yeah i mean she first of all she cheats with with riggins on uh on 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 street riggins best friend so i mean that's not great um and then like weird things happen where she still ends up with riggins after a little bit and then they break up and they just kind of forget about street but then she's still friends with street like it's just it, it doesn't make sense to me um she's Daddy's little girl, she's got like her own, she's got a car from Buddy Garrity, and then she goes to buy a different car when she's mad at her dad. Um, <laughs> she she gets upset that he loses the money that was saved for her college, even though it's not like her money. I don't know. She's not great. But Julia is still worse, because Julie has no, I don't think she has any redeeming points in the show. Anytime you're supposed to feel for her, you're still kind of like, eh, it's, it's kind of her own fault for the things that she's done, so... Um, no, I think she is man, the in, worst in this in this particular episode, he she helped Saracen become a wide receiver. I guess there's little things like that. And by the way, awesome, awesome scene in this episode where Saracen um, wants to be a wide receiver and Coach Taylor is upset and it's just like, hey, let's go outside and, and I'll throw you 10, pa- 10 passes. You run the routes and and I'll think about it. And, At yeah, the so end that. of the scene, and it's very like under their breath, under the radar. But um, coach, coach goes to uh, his wife and is like, "Can you give me an Advil?" Yeah. And then the, awesome. the wife is, yeah, the wife was like, "Yeah, you haven't thrown a ball like that in years." Yeah, it's so great, man. It's so good. <laughs> Wait, no, we're talking about the bad things about Friday Night Lights here. We'll get back to the good stuff. Um, so, what, yes, the some of those characters are tough. Lila, um, Julie, they're bad. Tyra has a lot of annoying parts too. I was never a Tyra fan. 
Um, a lot of bad subplots, like I mentioned, because of all the, you know, fillers that they had to have. Like, Julie gets with some weird Swedish guy in the second season. Um, there's the whole cowboy thing with Tyra. Uh, again, there's there's Landry with... Um, um, there's there's Landry with the the bandmate who turned out to be a lesbian. Like there's all sorts of weird stuff in this show. Um, there are, yeah, there are so many side stories. There there's a ton of them. The, but the one of the biggest things I have a problem with is what you mentioned before. Like Landry's in school for so many years. It, it's not that he's in school that for that many years. I think it's just at the beginning of the show they didn't really think about like what year these kids were in high school. They're just like oh they're all in high school. They all have been friends. Um, and so we'll just that's all we care about but then as the seasons continue on they realize wait we have to keep these guys on so let's just assume then that actually in season one tim riggins was only a sophomore even though he's like jacked and he's like (laughs) best friends with jason street he's like best friends with street who's a senior about to graduate like that doesn't happen in high school (laughs) and then like lila lila is also a sophomore and like how has she been dating street for this long again she's a sophomore he's a senior it's like silly things like that. Landry apparently in season one and Tyra were both freshmen. So there's that. Tyra was supposed to be a freshman in season one. Are you kidding me? All sorts of problems. Yeah, she already looked like. I mean, she was probably thirty already in real life. She's probably so like twenty-seven. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard for her to play a fourteen-year-old for sure. R- Riggins has been like drinking his entire life, even though in yeah. season one he's only sixteen. Like, <laughs> come on, come on. I mean, I mean. Honestly, small town Texas, potentially yeah, you guess. do have some 16-year-old drunks. Let's throw that out there. Uh, I guess so. I, I don't know. Uh, Saracen and Landry are supposedly they've been best friends for a long time, but um, but then they're, they're a year apart in school, and then they talk about this other kid. that There's the kid in, in the first season who gets beat up. Um, I don't know if you remember that. He gets beat up by one of the other football players who has like a temper problem. And there's just a scene where, where Landry's like, well, we've known each other since seventh grade. I was like, that's only two years, guys. Yeah. That's not long at all. Yeah. Anyway, silly things like that that nobody else realizes except for me because I've seen the show a lot. So I, I, I do have another example of why one of the, uh, I guess, shortcomings of the show. And it is it doesn't, it's not pertaining to Friday Night Lights specifically, but uh, you know, you and I and Mock, you know, we play sports. We're somewhat athletic. And so we understand, like, what it takes to shoot a basketball or we understand what it takes to throw a football. Like, yeah. So, like, Friday Night Lights was one of the first TV shows where the actual game action was really cool. Like, how they shot it, um, the drama behind it. Like, even though it's, like, very, uh, very gimmicky, it was still, like, awesome to see. But, when it comes to some of the funny scenes, like um, when Saracen was trying to be a quarterback and he was in his like backyard throwing at a tire, the yep. tire is like five yards away from him, and it's He's like really bad at throwing a football. Yeah, yeah, it looks it, it also like aesthetically it doesn't look very good. Like you're right. Um, it, I mean, those are those are some of the some things. Yeah. I, I agree. That's definitely a big problem because he is an awful quarterback. Um, that that's one of the problems. I think I think Smash is a pretty good running back, but uh, like you mentioned, like the the football scenes are are great to watch and the um, the action. That's not what the show's about. The show's about like the characters and it's about the coach and his wife. 
Um, but also, like, is Coach Taylor that good? How come they always need a, a comeback in the last minute of every game in order to win? It's a show, man. Yeah, I guess. Captivating. Um, yeah, I guess so. Did you know that um, Lindsay Lohan was initially offered the role of Tyra Collette? I can kind of see that, yeah. Yeah. How, I mean, how old was Lindsay Lohan in 2008, 2009? 2005. She was, she was something oh, big. Five. Yeah, I think she was pretty yeah, big. That was, already, that was already Mean Girls, huh? Yeah, that's, that was past Mean Girls. Uh, I think that was past Mean Girls. So anyway, I, I was glancing at IMDb to see if there were any trivia things about the uh, the athletes. And I thought I remember reading something about like Saracen needing to learn how to throw football, but maybe I made that up. The first thing on IMDb says that Kyle Chandler, Coach Taylor, worked mm-hmm. as a volunteer volunteer firefighter while fim- filming the series. Is that guy not incredible or what? Wow. He worked 24 hours a week at a at a local firehouse wow. without telling anyone. Oh That's... man, makes me like him even more. All right, so now let's talk about this episode and um, the the question that I want to bring up is called peak performance. Who was at their peak in this episode? Um, who who was their best or who's just a, an awesome character or, or what was like your best your favorite part of the episode um so obviously the episode was centered mostly around jason street him finding himself and getting a job in sports agency and because he got a job he moves to new york and now he's with his baby and, and baby mama but but by the way super reasonable and and uh, realistic right he'll just go there and he'll get a super job. realistic yeah. 20 years old no college education yep um, but the the side side plot or the side story of just Tim Riggins being by his side the entire episode. Um, they flew they flew to um, New York, then flew back to kind of recruit the the guy the the high school athlete that was that the sports agency lost, and then flew back to New York again. And then at oh, the I don't, end, I don't think they flew. I I think the player was somewhere nearby. I, I don't think they had to fly. Did they? I I thought they flew back. I, no, I really, no, 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 no. Either way. No, because no, there's no way. No, I think he flew back, man. We'll have to rewatch wow. it. We'll have to rewatch okay. it again. Yeah. But either either way, like Tim Riggins is amazing, and his like just his side comments. You know, like they first go into a, a suit place and it was like, super <laughs> expensive. So then they go to, you know, the random place inside of New York where it's like two suits for 150 bucks. And Riggins just like makes it as if it's the best store ever. You know, like that's yeah. that's the type of person he is. He's the one that inspired Jason Street to go after the the athlete and, and win him over. That way he can be offered a job. Like all this kind of stuff. Like Riggins is the man. Like Tim Riggins is one I mean, of my the, favorite TV characters of all time, no question. Oh, he he definitely is. Um, I, I don't know if it was season two. I think it was season two when uh when Street wants to go to Mexico to get um like platelet surgery or something for his back, and and Riggins is like, all right, we're going to Mexico. It's the same thing. He just goes for a good time. Um, what a guy. You know who else is a good guy? Who? Uh, I would say Derek Shaw with Farmers Insurance. Derek Shaw is a great guy. Happy birthday, Derek oh, Shaw. October 24th. Yes, 34 years nice. young. Oh, it's only 34. Wow, must be nice. Uh, anyway, D. Shaw with Farmers Insurance. 
is always ready to give you a quote on home, auto, or life insurance. You can call his, uh, his cell phone at 214-729-6462. Once again, he's with Farmers Insurance. Uh, make sure you're, you're prepared and, and covered in case there's another tornado, if there's a flood or hurricane, uh, wherever you're living. And uh, he's, he's great at giving you um, quotes and also giving you advice, even if you're not going to go with him. He's given me advice several times as I've been looking for different insurance quotes um, once mine have expired. So give him a shout out. His phone number is 214-729-6462. He also gives discounts for various occupations. And especially if you mention that uh, Six, Pennies Pod- Six Pennies Podcast sent you, he will give you a better discount even on top of all that. Yep. Um, all right. So my favorite part of this episode, yes, I love the Regan Street portion. Um, the, the other little thing that kind of happens is that um, Tammy Taylor is looking at a large house to buy and um, Coach Taylor is like, no, we cannot afford this. And it's yeah. like a weird little subplot that doesn't really end that happily. It kind of ends happily. Basically, she wants a house that they can't afford. She wants Coach Taylor to at least think about it. And he's just like, no, no. Finally, he goes to look at it again. He still says no. And then she's just like, all right, I didn't really care. I just wanted you to think about it. Not Also not realistic. It's resolved way too easily. But I love that whole that whole back and forth between them. It's so real to me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've had this experience even when my wife and I were looking for houses in the past there'd be this kind of back and forth and it's just like one person shutting it down me of course the other person really wanting it and it's just uh maybe it's because it's relatable to me but did you like that part too it was a good part and the real estate agent was he JD she was JD McCoy's mom right no no the 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 initial person who showed her the house I think at the very beginning was the mom and then there was an agent that took but the, the Yeah, the realtor played it, her role, like, perfectly. Like, yeah. nonstop talking. Um, yeah. Even when, she, they, even when she got the no at the end, she, like, came up with another option for them, like, really naturally and, and organically. Like, um, that was cool. Um, <laughs> I, I think I just like that. I don't know. I, I've always been a big Tammy Taylor fan. I, I think the relationship with Eric is always just hilarious and, and pretty real, too. Like, she's she's got all sorts of um not power but like she she knows that she um she she has to sacrifice a lot for him and so she has all sorts of leverage in other situations that she takes advantage of and so she'll do funny things like when he drinks too much or something he'll she'll uh she'll have the the kids like yell so that he gets a headache or yeah. he or she'll like drop him off far away from his car in one of the episodes in season four because she's like I think you just need to walk. And he's just like, are you kidding me? And then he just says, I love you. I love you back. It's, much, it's incredible. They're really, how much do you think, how much do you think a football coach in Dillon, Texas head football coach made back then? I was thinking about that. Not much. Um, I, I don't know how much because I have 70, I was going to say $65,000, but okay. I, I okay, don't know. So let's, let's just say 675. Okay. And then how about principal of a Dillon high school? Maybe like fifty-five. Fifty-five. So what is that together? One twenty-ish. One twenty. Yep. One twenty. Those might be high. Those might be high for West Dillon. <laughs> yeah, West you're Texas, right. right? Yeah, it might be a little. Let's high. just say. Let's say like. Say one hundred. One. Let's let's just give them one ten. Give them one ten. But that's uh, only that's, as of this season that you're watching. In the first season, she wasn't working at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one ten for that year. For that fiscal 2006 year or whatever. 
the house that they saw was, I mean, probably 250 at the time. Uh, it's gotta be at least 250. Yeah, probably about 250. Yeah. I'd say 250. I, I mean, that's reasonable. It's doable. So maybe yeah. we're off on all our numbers. I don't think anybody else has ever calculated this. <laughs> um, but in this fictional town, like how far are they? They're close to everything because people drive to, like Saracen has driven to Oklahoma overnight before. They have driven definitely to Austin and to Dallas many times. Um, they they always eat at Easy's. I forgot the name of the they, restaurant they in do. the in the show, but Easy's is the actual restaurant. I don't think they talk about the name of it. Yeah, they, but they you know Easy's is you know Easy's is gone, right? What? Yeah, it's it's been out of business Whoa. for like eight nine years. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, that's a very long time. Um, okay, well that was a, a restaurant in Austin, which which we went to in college. Yeah, I, I don't know. We could do some more digging and find out housing prices in the area. Um, we don't have time for that right now. All right, let's let's go to my last topic, and it's about your favorite characters. We've already talked about Tim Riggins. One of the also amazing things I forgot is this whole episode where Street is able to go to New York um, is only because of Riggins, because they were able to buy and flip Buddy Garrity's house so that they <laughs> yeah. could have a bit of cash. And they only did that because Tim Riggins convinced street and his brother and herc all to go in on it together um riggins is literally the best who else do you like besides riggins from this particular episode or just in general no, in the from, show? from friday night lights um i mean everyone kind of pulled for saracen i loved smash that first season i think the okay. super I cocky yeah, I just think that the show needed someone like that because it was too, uh, like, um, I guess, like, vanilla, too flat without, like, a very eccentric character, and he just played it perfectly. He was a great character for the first two seasons, definitely. Yeah. Um, mine, I've already said, it's it's Coach and Mrs. Coach, or Mrs. Coach, I think, is my favorite. You love, is... you love Tammy, man. Oh, man, Tammy's the best. I, I just, oh, man, they're, they're so good because... The show is really about them. And, and at the end of the show, like I mentioned before, like she sacrificed so much and it's finally her turn to become, um, I forget what it is, like a, a counselor at a college in Philadelphia or something. She gets uh, an yeah. incredible offer and, and like, he's like, no, we live in Texas. I have to be here. Or I think he got an offer to be a college coach somewhere um, in Texas. Either way, they, they finally decide to move to Philadelphia. It's just like, that give and take of their relationship over so many years, it's like finally her turn. Um, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, I forgot I forgot that was how it ended. Yeah. Yeah, it ends with him as a high school football coach in Pennsylvania, I think. Um, it also ends with Tim Riggins staring off into uh, like the Texas land. Do you remember when Tim Riggins <laughs> went to jail? Uh, not really. Not he goes to really. jail in between seasons four and five, and he's a changed <laughs> man afterwards. I'm not there yet. All right. Okay, last That's thing awesome. about Riggins. He's, uh, is he your favorite? Riggins, yeah. He has okay. to be. Where does he rank in your favorite TV characters, all TV characters? Is he, like, in your top five, top ten? Where he's do you think he sits? He's definitely top ten. And, okay. and I would I would have to think give, about give it Give me more. some. Give me some. I mean, definitely Cranston. Okay, Walter White. 
Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I'm not that big of a Walter White fan anymore. Oh, I love, I love. After my last um, rewatch, I, I, I like Jesse a lot, and then after watching El Camino too, it's like, I mean, Walter's still, he's probably up there. No, I love him. I, I just think he's an amazing, amazing actor. Um, I think Don, Don Draper is there from Mad Men for me. Yes, see, I never watched it. I watched the first like half season, and then I just couldn't continue. It's long. Uh, it's slow. Um, I like, I mean, I like Jason Bateman in Ozark. I just Oh, in Ozark. But that's a, I think I like, very, I like his character more in Arrested Development. I'm not an AD fan, but yeah. And I wish, I wish ba- The Switch was a TV show. <laughs> Bateman, <laughs> Bateman and Cranston kind of play the same role. Maybe that's why yeah. I like it. Sure. Um, what are some other shows here? I mean, I'd probably go with, uh, Dwight from The Office, um, Probably go with maybe Barney from How I Met Your Mother. Barney's good. Oh, Will Smith. I was a big Will Smith guy for Fresh Prince. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a given. There's a lot of you, a lot of guys were, on this list. Were you a Zach or AC Slater guy back in the day? I don't think I had a huge like love for either of them. Uh, I was a, so I was a Slater guy, and I was always hoping that he would end up with Kelly Kapowski. I don't know so why. You're really a, so you're yeah. really a Kelly Kapowski guy. No, I just didn't want Kelly Kapowski to be, be with. Even at that age, I was already trying to be contrarian, which is funny. But um, the reason Are why you, uh, I, reason why I bring that up is I like Slate, Slater. I think he's probably in my top okay. ten. Yeah. You're a John Locke guy too, right? Lost. Oh yeah, I love John Locke for sure. For sure. Locke is pretty good. I think I like. Um, and on the yeah. other end of the spectrum, the I doctor. I think I like Desmond. I think I like Desmond better. Desmond's up there, but the doctor. What's the what's the main guy's Jack, name? Jack he Shepherd. was one of my most hated. So yeah, like he's he's pretty far down there. I I guess I'm just more of like the feel, the emotional type of characters. Yeah, yeah. you really are, man. So many emotions going on. That's hilarious. I I N F J, man. The F. Well, at some point, we should probably do a podcast just about our favorite characters, and and I think I have our next topic. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, what else you got on Friday Night Lights? Anything? I I will probably watch a couple more episodes just because I'm curious. I I want to go back and s- try to remember okay, how. Okay, I I, I have some episodes for you. I I already have them. So give me um, give me one episode each season. That's what I want. Oh, well, I have another one for season three, and that's season that's episode. Either four or five, probably four. Um, it's it's a smash episode, so you'll like it. <laughs> uh, I, I'll try to come up with some other ones for you. Um, I, I really, yeah, there, there's a lot of different options out there. I, I don't think I can just come up with them right now. I, I need to get through season four so I can get to the last season because it really becomes a lot more MBJ centric uh, mm-hmm. when his dad comes back in the picture. Um, right now, they're just still kind of introducing him, still introducing Luke. Um, but those are good characters too anyway it's an incredible show Friday Night Lights thanks for joining Six Pains Podcast as we dive deep on season 3 episode 8 of The Vault here Uh, we probably should have told you to watch that episode before listening but um, whatever just watch the whole season or the whole whole series actually we need Mock to watch this show Uh, thanks for joining Six Pains Podcast and listening to us as always Uh, leave us some comments on Facebook Uh, let us know who your favorite characters are on Friday Night Lights or on TV in general Uh, We'll talk about those next time, and uh, we appreciate a review on iTunes as well.